Welcome to River Edge Podcasts. We hope this message inspires and encourages you today. I was just singing. Good morning. Oh, hey. Good morning. Hey, everyone. How's everyone doing? So good to see you. You look beautiful, as Zach said. He gave me tips on making sure my hair was all in place. Mm. Not one out of place. No. Zach, what are you doing here? Welcome, um, Zach. Yeah, good question. You, Welcome. you give him an inch and he just takes a mile. Uh. <laughs> Zach is our, um, along with Bethany, our young adults leader. Yes. So and if you the... haven't met, met Zach before, introduce yourself. Hello. And he's on mm. our youth team. And he's, he's on in our, our rec, rec team. team. And he's flipping What heck. other teams are you on? He's Zach? infiltrating many Outdoor parts setup team. of our lives. <laughs> We're so glad you're here, Zach. Thank you. Appreciate it. We're really, so glad to We're have really you here this morning. And Zach's here for a specific reason too. So it's just not like we wanted to balance it out. Um, Kylie's the rose amongst two thorns at the moment. Mm. Yeah. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> yep. uh, what an interesting weekend, hey? Yeah. We mm. had the. Well, it looks like we've got a, an election result in America, and I am just excited to see what God is going to do, because it doesn't matter what politicians think. God is the one that is in charge, yeah. and um, I am excited to see what's going to happen. Like. Not just with the US, I'm excited to see what's going to happen with Australia, mm. how he is going to move and bring us out of this running. Because that, that prophetic word that Cindy Jacobs gave earlier in the year um, regarding Australia, saying this is a great season to be an Aussie, Australia is going to come out of this running. And mm. oh, we've had Amen. donuts for, a, what, seven days now, eight days I think it's nine now. Yeah, and we're down to zero in regional Victoria. Oh, why am I talking about COVID? I'm just like, <laughs> it is so much a part of our conversation. You, you can't seem to get away from it at the moment, but we want to talk about the goodness of God today. Mm. And we yeah. want to focus mm. on the greatness of our God mm. and the memory verse that we were doing with the, the, the kids. And so get ready. <laughs> I, I just wrote in the, in the online thing, get ready. God's going to speak something into your spirit today. Mm. There's going to be some mm. aspect. And even in the worship this morning, team, thank you so much. I would applaud, awesome but oh, I'll pretend. Yes. Oh, yeah. I just love hearing God's people worship. Yeah. Because when I sing, it annoys me. But when I, when I hear <laughs> other people sing, it is just so beautiful. Oh, what an awesome team we have. Mm. And um, yeah, I just want to start off. Um, yeah, let's pray. Mm. Is that all right? Yes. Yeah. Is this the time and the place? Yeah. I think so. I think so. it is. Uh, let's mm. begin by praying. Our Father, mm. our Father, thank you for your Holy Spirit. Thank you for sending Jesus. Jesus, you are our precious big brother. You are the captain of heaven's army. You are the son of God. You are the lamb that was slain before the foundations of the world. Before there was even an issue, God, you had an answer. And I thank you that you are a redemptive God that there is no one that is beyond your redemptive mm. power. Mm. Father, I thank you. I thank you for saving me. 
Mm. Lord, I'm just so grateful. Just start thanking God right Thank now for the, the process of salvation. Thank it's you, not Jesus. because of your good works. Mm. It's because you believe the message Thank of you, faith Lord. that was passed on to you. Thank the you, thousands Jesus. of generations that have held that message true and the, the word of God that has carried through to you today. Father, mm. thank you for keeping your word secure. Thank you for your promises yes. being secure. That yeah. we can stand on your promises here mm. in 2020 when the world is saying, what's going on? How are we going to go forward? What's the new COVID normal look like? I am so glad that the new normal is God's normal. Yeah. That you are going to have your way yeah. and your kingdom is going to erupt mm. across the planet and your will is going to be fulfilled yes. on the planet. And we Lord. are excited to be mm. in the generation where you move so powerfully yeah. Yeah. and the gospel yes. is held by, heard by everybody to the uttermost ends of the earth and then the end will come. Mm. Father, thank you. Thank you, thank mm. you for this season. Thank you for your yes, spirit God. moving yes, in our God. lives, in our families, in thank our marriages, in our homes, mm. oh, in our workplaces, in our businesses. Mm. Father, thank you, thank you, thank you that you go before us, that you come up behind us, mm. that you work around us and within us, mm. and you are for us. We Amen. rejoice, we Amen. give you praise, mm. and we worship you for who mm. you are. You are the great God of heaven, the creator of everything seen yeah. and unseen. Yeah. Oh, you are so glorious. You deserve all honor, all yes. glory, all majesty, yes. all riches, all strength. Yes. Oh, Father, we give it to you today. Mm. Be glorified mm. in our conversation today. Yes, in God. Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, mm. move in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I was, uh, sorry, were you going to say something then? Amen. Okay. Amen. I um, was just what, uh, reading through um, scripture this week, and I just in, Holy Spirit impressed on me um, Hebrews eleven, where it says, you know, it says without faith it's impossible to please God. And so many people read that by thinking when they're not in faith, or or how do I, you know, God's unhappy with me, or God's not pleased with me. God is always happy with you. That you you've got to realize that God our Father is always happy with you. And I I was reading it and this right before this it's talking about Enoch. That Enoch by faith believed in God and he he didn't he didn't even see death. God removed him. And then the next statement is and this is out of the passion translation and without faith living within us it's just not something that we put on when we need it. Oh, I need to step into faith at the moment because I've got no other answers. No, it's, it's actually having faith living within us. It would be impossible to please God. And we were talking about this during the week. And I, I said, you know, as a dad, I, I remember in the swimming pool, you know, with the kids when they were young. And I'd be saying, you know, come on, jump into my arms. Jump into my arms. And, and there, there was one in particular to be like, nah, don't trust you. And I'm like, oh, they don't trust me. And this is the thing about faith. It's trust. Trusting that mm. God has said it. Trusting that God is faithful, that his promises are secure. Yeah. And, um, and I remember when they'd jump into my arms and they'd, they'd let go of that fear They'd let go of that trepidation and they'd leap in. And I was just so pleased and so happy that they, they leapt into my arms and I'd cuddle them. I'd go, yeah, see, you can do it. And, and, and God wants to say that to you today. That by faith, just leap into his arms, leap into his arms. He is so 
happy. He is so pleased when we move in faith and we say, God, you've said this, you've promised this, and I'm going to stand on your word. You never forsake us. You never leave us alone. You never abandon us. You never leave us without a place of escape. You're always speaking. And sometimes we don't get it when he speaks. But there, it'll come through if we keep our eyes on God and it's pleasing. Because then it says that those that come to him must first believe that he is and he's a rewarder of those that diligently and heartfully seek him. Mm. He rewards. Mm. He, he's always looking to be able to pour into our life. He doesn't want to just take out of our life. He wants to pour stuff into yeah. your life. Mm. Yeah. So I, I just want to start off by sparking that before we get into Psalm 23. Mm. So, yeah. It's good. Does anyone want to add anything to that? No. I think you there we go. Sorry. <laughs> I didn't give That's, much warning about what great. I was going to do. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah. But I just, I, I've had my, my faith spark this week um, because there's so much going on that can, that can rob us. And, and fear robs us of hope. Mm. Fear is actually that place where we, we can't see um, a way that God can move. But I'm telling you, when, when we move in that realm, it, it's, it, it, it robs us of a future. It robs us of our hope. Mm. But God wants to give us hope and a future. Yeah. That's he his does. promise. Yeah. So, yeah. He does. Actually, since we're talking about that, this is why we bought, I bought Zach on. I, I only told him yesterday because he was telling Chelsea about how... Um, you tell the story, Zach. Okay, great. Yes. No <laughs> yes, I was talking to Chelsea... Uh, few days ago about a, a word that I had from um, spoken over me by a, a pastor uh, called e- Pastor Ian Krutoff. Yes. He has spoken at church before. I uh, don't know if you guys remember, but yeah, and he, uh, he spoke about um, having a pushback. Oh uh, yeah, I remember that. Ability in your own faith, and mm. and he um, and in the second service uh, while we were worshiping, I was I was standing next to him, and uh, he just uh, said in his message that he he really felt that um, uh, God was God wanted to tell me that I had great pushback potential. Mm. I didn't have it then, and I probably still don't have it now. But yes, uh, he was just saying that um, he was he was telling me that God wants me to take on responsibilities and challenges um and doing that with god um that was going to create within me a strong spirit but a soft heart Mm. and i just felt really challenged by that because i because i would think that taking on responsibility you would do right after you have your great um pushback Mm. ability but yeah so Mm -hmm. it was really challenging for me yeah Yeah. but that was a word that like at the moment, you probably mm. didn't see the, the fullness of it. You were like, no. what? I was only serving in wreck and set up and packed down before when, yep. he, when he spoke that over me. Mm. And yeah. But what does it mean to you today? Because I, it's almost like it is for now. Yeah. You're stepping into this now. <laughs> to, well, admit, well, I was talking to Chelsea about this because um, I was just feeling very uncomfortable where I was and I just... Uh, I was feeling um, just like I didn't belong, and uh, just f- and and like the pressure sometimes uh, makes you just feel like it's not right for you to be where you are mm. sometimes. And and then I just had um, the Holy Spirit just um, remind me of this message that Pastor Ian spoke, and I have the CD in my car, so I put it on, and mm. and I was just listening to it, and and listening to it was just affirming within me. God was just saying. 
I've told you already there is mm. going to be challenges and there's going to be pressures that are placed on you, but they're always there for a reason. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah, those pressures expand us, don't us? Yes. Don't they? Mm, that's you know, right. Things that try to shut us down, God wants to use those pressures mm. to expand our faith. And Because yeah. this hope that we have is based in faith, but it grows our faith. And mm. it goes from being a, an inside belief to an outward expression of faith. And, yeah. and Scripture talks about that. So, mm. yeah. yeah, proud of you, mate. Because being vulnerable, you know, being <laughs> transparent, talking yeah. about that. Mm. But... Psalm 23 mm. has a lot in that. We've been, you know, the kids have been memorizing this verse. And it's one that we do, you know, most of us can quote Psalm 23, the Lord is my shepherd. But yeah. have you really grabbed hold of the essence? And I, I've been reading it through and I'm like, there is so much to this. And you found mm. some really good um, insights into it. Do you want to? Yeah, I just, I just want to encourage you. You know, you may be sitting there thinking, oh, I've heard three messages on Psalm 23 before, so I already know what's coming. But open yourself up to fresh yeah, revelation today because God's Word yeah. is living and active. Yes. And you can get and something powerful. out of this today that you've never has never sparked in you before or has never come alive in you before. So just open your heart up to the Holy Spirit to bring freshness out of this psalm today. Mm. But the, fir the first line of Psalm 23 says, The Lord is my shepherd. Mm. I shall not, I will lack nothing. Yeah. In my head, it's I shall not want. <laughs> but uh, the new NIV says, this I lack N nothing. N NIV. Yeah. yeah. But the, the very first statement is, The Lord is my shepherd. Mm. And, that, and that is the foundation that this, this whole psalm hangs on is lordship. Yeah. Because if he, it doesn't say, my saviour is my shepherd. It says, the Lord is my shepherd. Therefore, all of these things, I have all of these benefits because I'm following him. Yeah. He's, he's number one in my life. And I was thinking how um, a lot of Christians want a saviour. Mm. They want the benefits of having a saviour. They want, they want the provision of having a saviour. They yeah. want the protection of having a saviour. They want the promises of having a saviour. They want the presence of a saviour, but they don't want to pay the price of having a Lord. Mm. But if you want all the benefits that come with this psalm, you need to pay the price of making him not just your saviour, yep. but making him your Lord. Because this is all about fellowship. Psalm 23 is all about fellowship. Yeah. So if you're going to follow Jesus, he has to go before you. Yeah. It means so that good. you lay down your own path, you lay down your own life, you lay down your own agenda and you say, you are my Lord, mm. therefore I follow you. Wherever you take me, whatever it looks like, yep. whether it's in green pastures or whether it's in a dark valley, yep. you're my Lord and I'll, I'll go there. Mm. So it's all about Lordship. Yeah. It's not my saviour is my shepherd. Yes. It's, and, and it's, it's not, the Lord is my shepherd. And it's not because we all just say, well, God's the shepherd. So I want the lacking nothing. I want the green pastures. Mm. I want the quiet waters. Mm. I want my soul restored. But it's actually understanding who he is. Mm. And that word Lord there is the self-sustaining one, the, the, the preeminent one, the almighty one. Mm. He is God. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, that's what that's it is. is. It is actually... 
you know, Elohim, mm. the, the Godhead mm. is my shepherd and yeah. understanding almighty God is leading us. Mm. And, and all three of us sitting here know what it's like to go through dark times, know mm. what it's like to have pressures in our life that, that push our buttons, that stretch us, that, that feel like it just batters us and bruises mm. us, but we're not broken. You know, the scripture mm. talks about that. You know, we might, be, might feel like that we're put under all this pressure, but we're not crushed. We, yeah. we might feel like we're being torn apart, but we still endure because he is our protector and he mm. keeps us safe. Mm. Um, so, yeah. and, and that shepherd part, you know, yeah. us being sheep mm. is, is such a... And I used to, oh, gee, I used to give sheep such a hard time. <laughs> You know, I used to say there's only one animal dumber than a sheep, and that's a chook. Um, but chicken, chickens are pretty smart too. Like, I've, oh, gee, I've been really harsh. I didn't realise how dumb I was. But the, the aspect of, of being a sheep, I've, and I've talked about this recently because there's a lovely lady in our church that came up to me after I used the comment how dumb sheep were and all that. And she said, do you realise that sheep have got such emotional intelligence? Mm. They are very aware and they have an incredible perspective in life. Mm. Um, And you were telling me about this, Kylie, about their their perspective, how they are able to... Yeah, yeah. Well, we're we're kind of jumping ahead. Oh, sorry. In your head, we're jumping ahead. We can go there. (laughs) Um, uh, before you jump, yeah, oh, yeah, you go, you go yeah. there. Uh, <laughs> yeah. oh, I just had this uh, scripture I was reminded of as well in two Timothy two six. It says, "The hardworking farmer should be the first to receive the share of the crop." Yeah, Ooh. and um, like you were saying, you know, um, people uh, they want the they want the protector and they want the they want the benefits. They want the benefits, yeah. but mm. like. Um, don't we uh, Paul, Paul's talking to Timothy in, in this, and Timothy is Paul's student. And Paul's telling Timothy that, um, you, basically he's saying like a farmer, we know how hardworking farmers are, right? Mm. We know the farmer has to get up early, has to tend to his crops. We know mm. the farmer is not only looking after his crop in the morning, but he's doing it during the day as well. Mm. Um, and a farmer, he's never, uh, you know, how many famous farmers do you know of? You know, it's like not many, but but how many how many <laughs> like bl- like uh, fruitful farms? Do you know how do you yeah. like how yes. we know how we know how much farmers make, yeah. Yeah. but we know how much work goes into mm-hmm. it, and we don't want to be a farmer because we know how much work it is. Mm-hmm. But we want to be a farmer because we know the the benefits of it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I I think I think what Paul was saying, Timothy here is, um, you know, you you want to you want to um, wake up in the morning and. And, and ask for God's presence to be with you in the morning and then, um, yeah, just, mm. just seeking God in the morning and the afternoon. And, and um, yeah, because mm. he won't just come if you don't ask him to come. Come on. Yeah. Yeah. That is so beautiful. I, I know mm. Paul, who was singing earlier, and he's been, we've been talking um, just recently. He's just saying it, we've got to be pursuing God's presence. Mm. We've got to ensure yeah. that we are following you know, and, and we're, we're in that present. Isn't that right, mm. Paul? Mm. Yes, he's a... <laughs> um, you know, to, to, to be aware and not just... You know, we can get up and just start rushing into the day. Yeah. But get up and, and 
not necessarily say good morning because eternity is God's home. Mm. There is no morning and evening, you know, it, it, that's only in our realm, you mm. know, but, but looking at farmers as well, it's not a dead cert that all their, um, their hard work yeah. is going to result in a harvest or mm. in something. Like I was talking with one of our neighbours and he showed me photos that right before the harvest, this mini tornado came through and laid a whole bunch of their vines over. Just, it was so bizarre to see these mm. photos. Just bang, they were laid over flat. Mm. And that was right before harvest. And he said, we lost it all. Mm. And that's one thing about farmers. They, they invest into something in faith. Mm, yeah. And that's why we hear about these type of things through the scripture. Mm. Because it's a faith realm. It's not just a, a dead cert on something. Mm. It's a sowing and reaping aspect mm. of God's mm. nature, God's yeah. character. It's what he's put in the earth. It's something that he cannot be mocked for. Yeah. It's, it's part of our lives mm. and part of our existence. That's mm. good thoughts. Yes. Did you have more on that? Um, yeah, I suppose um, another, another way that I've found um, pushing through pressure to get to God's presence is, um, is just through worship. Yeah. And, um, and sometimes you can feel pressure to, to even worship God, even mm. by yourself at home. And um, yeah, that's just another thing, you know. Um, there's, there's always principalities and, it's a a, spiritual and battle. a battle going mm. on around you. And mm. um, yeah, yeah, like some people may not know this about me, but I, I used to be the kid at church that didn't like worship music at all when I was younger. And I just would sit there and would try and distract myself as much as I could. But And then... And then I just decided to to open myself up to it and see and see what would what good would come out of it and and I just remember just being so overwhelmed by god's presence and and just knowing that fighting through that that um that pressure was just so worth it mm. yeah and, and um I think ever since God's just been uh, proud of that decision I've made and, and he's um, pleased yeah that's mm. that faith aspect yeah. isn't it and he's just been able to guide me through life and give yeah. me words and wisdom. Because I remember when you were telling me that story, you, you used to say, like when you first started coming to church, it was like, it was almost tormenting you. Like yeah. you, you like put your fingers in your ears and you, because yeah. that was that spiritual battle. The mm. enemy was trying to lie to you. He was trying to mm. deceive. And that, that happens to all of us on many fronts with our mm. relationships or mm. our finances or whatever it might be. The enemy just wants to steal our joy and steal that perspective mm. of who God really is. Yeah. That he is a good dad, that yeah. he is a great yes. father. Yes. And he's our shepherd mm. that mm. wants all this great stuff for us. Mm. Yeah. yeah, and he he wants us to experience his presence mm. because there's, you know, there's the omnipresence of God. We know that he's always with us. Um, you know, it says later in this psalm, even though I walk through the dark valley, I will not fear because you are with me, because mm. your presence is always with me. Yeah. So there's the omnipresence of God. We know he's always with us, but then there's the manifest presence of God mm. when we we feel him with us. Mm. You know, you know, sometimes when you're worshipping or where you, when you're just spending time with God and you, you feel that, that peace come over you come like, a, like yes. a blanket and it's, and it's God's manifest presence. It's that encounter. Yeah. yeah, and, you know, that manifest presence was when the Israelites, was with the Israelites when they were going through the desert and they had the, the pillar and they had the cloud and, and it was there, God gave them a visual representation that I'm here, mm. I'm leading you. And, and then Moses said, if your presence doesn't go with me, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, I don't want to leave if, from yeah, this. Yeah, if you don't stay right with me, if you don't go with me wherever I go, I'm not going there. Yeah. You know, and I think 
um, Jesus wants us to, to feel, to experience his manifest presence. Mm. He wants us to pursue his manifest presence. Oh, you know, to know more. that he's right there with us, to feel his presence, to see the manifest power of his presence mm. at work in people's lives. So, you know, I think that's something that we do really need to pursue. Yes. You know, as, as his children, as his church. Yeah. That it's not... It's not just his principles that we find in his word. It's his presence. It's his powers. That's the whole, the wholeness mm. of our Christian experience is all those things, not, not void of any of them. Yeah. Well, verse 4, which was what you were just mm. talking about in the, the Passion Translation, yeah. can you bring that up? It, it, it says, Lord, even when your path, this is amazing, isn't it? So many, like, do you acknowledge that, that God's leading you or do you think that you're leading you? Like, because I used to think, oh, I've got myself here. But then I realized, oh, wait a minute, God's leading me. And even though I, you know, and it's what we do along that path. <laughs> you know, what our responses and our reactions to that path. Mm. But even when your path takes me through the valley of deepest Darkness. Mm. Fear will never conquer me. It will never conquer you. Mm. It won't. Because mm. it says, for God, you already have. You remain close to me and you lead me through it all the way. Yeah. Your authority is my strength and my mm. peace. Um, what's the next one? The comfort of your love takes away my fear. Mm. I'll never be lonely for you are near. We were just singing that in that song. You know, you're mm. with me. You're around mm. me. You're within me. And, um, and proclaim that over your life. Get hold of that song. Like yeah. Zach was just saying, there's something powerful about worshipping God and praising God because he's enthroned. Yeah. His authority is there. And like what mm. I said last week about the first word, like the first aspect of authority is author. You know, Jesus mm. is the author and perfecter of our, our faith. Mm. It's not just about authority to have control. It's authority to actually proclaim and write mm. the, the, the pages, the, mm. the, the next journal, the next yeah. stage of yeah. life. Yeah. Forgetting what's gone behind, press on. I mm. press on. That's what Paul said. I press on mm. to lay hold of that for which Jesus laid hold of me. Yeah. You know, and that's what that deepest valley deepest mm. darkness is talking about that he is with us so even when we don't feel like we're encountering god to remember that his love is unfailing that his love mm. is always there yeah yeah oh. yeah and what, what i was going to say about sheep before is that um they have really good peripheral vision I didn't like know this. a yeah. sheep has 300 degree peripheral vision did anyone else know that <laughs> Uh, wow. We only have like 155 degree peripheral vision. Who said that? So they can, they can <laughs> see all around them and behind them. Yeah. But apparently they have really bad depth perception. So they can't see what's right in front of their face. So they, that's why they run into fences. And that's, why, that's why God calls us the, you know, the sheep. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> sometimes we can't even see what's, what's in front right of our in front face. of our face. <laughs> yeah. And when you think about when you're walking through a dark valley... Um, by by nature of the valley, it's deep and it's dark, and you and you can't see what's on either side. Mm. You can't see outside the valley. And so that depth and that depth, you can't see what's right in front of you. Yeah. And so you really need, you know, Jesus to lead you through that valley and to know His voice and to know yeah. His voice, so that you can follow Him, even when you've lost your vision. 
even when you can't see very well, you've, you've forgotten what it looks like all around you. You can't feel his hand. You yeah. You can't feel his, the warmth of him there, knowing yeah. that he is there. Yeah. You know, because of his promises. Yeah. This is the faith aspect. Mm. And we keep pressing forward. Yeah. yeah. And Jesus said in John ten twenty seven that my sheep listen to my voice. Yeah. I know them and they follow me. Mm. And, that, and that's one of the things... Um, when I was talking about last week, how at night the shepherds would put their sheep into the yard and lay across the, and lay across the door to keep them safe. Sometimes it would be two or three shepherds that would put their sheep in the yard at night and then they would sleep near the doorway. And then in the morning, the shepherd would call his sheep and his flock would separate itself from the other flocks because wow. they knew the sound of their own shepherd's voice. Yeah. So he would call them and they would separate and come to him. And it's like, you know, when we're, when we're in the, that dark valley, we yep. need to know what the sound, what the voice of our shepherd sounds yeah. like. So we're not responding to other voices that might be trying to get our attention or trying to lead us. We only respond to the voice of our shepherd yep. because we know his voice. Mm. We've tuned our ear to his mm. voice. Yeah. 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 And, and you, the sheep can't be just complaining all the time. Meh, meh. Because they're not going to hear it. Yeah, that's it. They're not going to hear the voice. Man. Yeah. Oh, sorry. That's yes. what annoys me about that's sheep. That's so true. But they are really smart and emotionally intelligent animals. They are. Apparently, they, they have really good face recognition. They remember people and they remember one another. Oh, wow. wow. Yeah. I did not know that. But they can't see what's right <laughs> in front of them. They can't see what's right in front of their nose. But that, that reminded me, like, I've... I've at the Grampians, there's this section called the nerve test um, up at the Pinnacle. And I, whenever we go to the Grampians, I love going to it. You won't find it on any of the... the it's, not, it's got no signs up or anything, but I, I know from when I was in youth group, when I was like 13 years old, we went there and I went out on this nerve test then. And we I, don't recommend it. I, just saying. I do. Just like, saying. <laughs> it, it is so scary for some people, but I, I remember going out and you, there's nothing around you. You're out on this little strip of, of rock and it's, it's all undulating as you, as you walk out to it and you've got to like jump across to the next thing and it's just a sheer drop on both sides and when you get out on the end of it and you stand on this little isthmus almost, a little just a, a peak of rock and stand there and look into the valley in front of you, I've done this a few times, and because your your perception, your depth perception, you can't. There's just trees in the way out in the distance. All of a sudden, you're like, oh, and you can almost lose your balance. I've been there, and I'm like, oh, you know, because you, 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 that depth perception is gone, and that's why you you got to know, be sure-footed, and know where you're going. Yeah. Um, and that's why he leads us. Mm. You know, like, yeah, I, I some of our youth are have done handstands on the end of that thing. I don't suggest that at all, you know, like... We're not telling you where it is, either. No. <laughs> I might text you. It. No. no, no. <laughs> <laughs> it's a very oh. <laughs> it, it really yeah. does. It, it's scary. It pushes the limits of your fear, I can tell mm. you that. It mm. really, yeah. Mm. What else have you got? Oh, can we go back to verse 2? No. Where it oh, says, of course we can. <laughs> we can do anything. He makes me lie down in green pastures. Oh, I love that. He leads me beside 
quiet waters or still waters. Mm. He restores my soul. Yeah. And I just, I just think in this season that we're in at the moment, he's, oh, he's given yeah. us an opportunity to rest, mm. you know, um, to take life a little bit more slowly. But it, it's a, that statement that he restores my soul is really profound because he gives us an opportunity to rest, but then how we rest is up to us. <laughs> and there's a difference between rest or there's a difference between relaxation and yep. restoration. Oh, wow. So, you know, um, if I want to relax, sometimes I might w watch ne Netflix for a bit, you know. <laughs> the new season of The Crown is coming up, so <laughs> bring it on. That. I've heard that so many times yeah. this week. So it's good. Coming. I love it. I love it's it. It's coming. So that will relax me, right? But it doesn't restore my soul. Netflix doesn't restore my soul. Oh, Going wow. out with my friends doesn't restore my soul. Having a holiday by the beach doesn't restore my soul. It'll be awesome relaxation. I'm all these things off, don't you, <laughs> but, but he restores my soul. Yes. He's the only one that gets into the deep recesses of my soul yes. and my spirit where restoration takes place. Mm. And if I'm not pursuing his presence and pursuing my relationship with him, I might be relaxed, but I'm not restored. Mm. It's, not a, it's not a long lasting, ongoing, deep restoration that's taking place in me. Yep. So we can be constantly pursuing relaxation, but still not feeling truly rested, yeah. still not feeling truly so restored, profound. truly at peace, because he's the only one that can restore yeah. my soul. Yeah, yeah. Oh. so there's, yeah, that difference. That is beautiful. Yeah, it's him. That's quite deep. It's this is him. the Kylie show. Like, that is really good. <laughs> And I, I love it. And he leads me. He guides me in the path of righteousness. Yeah. And I, we talked about this last week, but to, to know that he does it for his glory, yeah. for his name's sake. Yeah. When we prosper, when we're at peace, it's not just for our benefit, mm. but it's actually so that we can be that restoration yeah. to others as yeah. well, that we can be that, we can pass on peace. Have you mm. ever been around anxious people? And it just rubs off on you and you're just like, mm. oh, now I'm really, mm. oh. But when you're around somebody that just calms you. Yeah. I love being around mm. people like that. People that carry peace. You remind me to do that. You know, to, this, hey, hey, bring some calm into this. And I'm like, yes. Yes, peace, Stephen, calm peace, it down. <laughs> peace. <laughs> Be still, stormy waters. Peace. <laughs> Speak that over your life. Yeah. Yeah. The authority Jesus showed us, not just so that when we're out on a boat and you're afraid of getting seasick, mm. that you can start going, no, peace, be still, you stormy waters. No, that's, that's for the, the waters of our life. And that's for the, the you know, in our mm. brain meets, mm. in our, our joy levels, you know, where we can say, no, no, God's got this. Jesus mm. showed us that he can do it in the natural, but he can do it within us as well. And to speak peace over our life. And sometimes I have to even just, do that thing which I talk about all the time. Mind, mm. go to peace. Yeah. Be in peace. Yes. Come under the subjection of the Spirit of God. Yeah. And you, I've got to lay hands on myself sometimes and say, Heart, be at rest. Mm. Heart, don't worry, don't fear. That's it. Because He does this for His name's sake, for His glory, yeah. so that we can say, Do you know what? Even when I go through these dark times, it's not because I'm anything great or I've done, I know how to 
um, work through these situations. It's because he gives me rest. Yeah. He gives me yeah. peace. He restores my soul. Yeah. What a, what a beautiful aspect yeah. of his nature and yeah. his character. Gives him glory. Mm. And it makes him so happy. Yeah. When we just go, God, you've got this. Mm. Makes him so happy. Yeah. And yeah. then in, in verse 5, it says, You prepare a table mm. before me in the presence of my enemies. Yeah. That is amazing. Yeah, because sometimes we think if, if um, someone's opposing us, someone's criticising us, someone's against us, that yep. we think that that means that God's favour isn't on us. But it says even in the presence of your enemies, in the presence of opposition, in the presence of difficulty, he still prepares a table for us. Mm. His favour is still there for us. And this is a banquet table. Mm. So we're chowing down while those that hate us and oppose us are looking at us and we're mm. just like going... <laughs> yeah. Even if opposition is hovering, yep. he's still prepared a table, a peaceful place, and he's waiting at the table. And he says, come. And he says, come to me. Come and Come and sit, sit with me. Yeah. You know, come. Yeah. Like Jesus, you know, that, that in, you know, if you knock on the door, I will come in mm. and I will... Have dinner with you. I'll yeah. sup with you. It says in the old King James, but I'll yeah. have sup. I'll I'll eat with you. And mm. and when we have a meal, like yeah. we had a meal with some friends last night, and they made the most marvelous mm. morriconis. Your pizzas are astounding. You should open up Bellissimo. a store. Not like you haven't got enough businesses, but oh <laughs> my goodness, they were just so yeah, banny, banny, banny. Yeah. Mm. So, so sit at the table. Sit at the table. Yeah. Don't just stand there and look at it and just say, oh, one day. Mm. No, no, enter that now. Mm. Sit down and just go, God, you've got that table mm. ready for me to mm. eat. Yeah. yeah. So don't, don't come complaining to me that you have no peace in your life and you can't feel the presence of God if you're not taking time to sit down at the table. Yeah. Because he's, he's there waiting for you to come and sit with him. So if you're too busy rushing around, working busy, busy, mm. and you don't sit down at the table, you're not going to encounter his peace and his presence. Well, let's go back to that depth perception thing. Yeah. We can't see what's right in front of us. Yeah. But it's there. That yeah. table's there. Yeah. So if, we're, if you're facing opposition or you've had people confronting you and, and not saying that you, they're all your enemies or anything, because it just might be a season that you're going mm. through where God wants to stretch you and expand you so you can lengthen those tent pegs mm. and you can realise, hey, there's more territory that he wants me to lay hold of. Um, mm. Ask him, where's the table, Lord? Mm. Where's the meal? Mm. Where, where is it? Where do I need to get my nourishment from here? Because it is there, ready, waiting, prepared for us. Yeah. So if you're facing opposition, look for where the table is. Mm. Ask him where the table mm. is. Holy Spirit, even now, Father, Holy Spirit, we just ask you for those mm. that, are, that require nourishment and, and sustenance at the moment. We just ask right now in the supernatural realm that you would blow away that fog of obscurity mm. and just shine your light where that nourishment is, where that sustenance is, because you're a good father. Yeah. You're a good God. You are pleased with those mm. who step out in faith. So right now, Father, I thank you that you are a rewarder of those that diligently yes, seek you. Yes. And I thank you for those that are going to lay hold of this truth right now. 
Holy Spirit, embed it in each one of our lives yeah. that when we face opposition, that we mm. don't then start opposing those that are opposing us, mm. that we come and sit at your table yeah. and we are in rest. We're, mm. You restore our soul. Yeah. We're at peace because mm. you are with us. Mm. Your rod and your staff, your, your nature, your character, your word, mm. it protects us. I thank you for that right now in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 What more have you got? Yeah. Because we're, we're like got a minute to go. Oh, okay. Yes. Zach, so, have you yeah. Um, yeah. I Where could add it? something. Yeah. Oh, you have? Yeah. Well, I've, um, yeah. I've been on a farm before and I've been in a, where all the sheep are. And, um, and like when I, when I go it on. It smells the, great. Yeah. It? <laughs> whew, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and you just, you just notice when the sheep see you. They know that you're not their shepherd and they like bolt away <laughs> and they, <laughs> they, they know, know where voice. their shepherd is all the time. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. And I suppose, um, uh, like I just was thinking about that and it just reminds me, um, just, uh, you know, like the smart sheep is going to pursue the shepherd mm. and the smart sheep's going to find out how, how the shepherd, what Ooh. the shepherd sounds like. Yeah. And, um, I think the smartest sheep would be the one that's, Closest to the shepherd, even though there's a pack there. Mm. Yeah. I, so I'm, um, and I just, I promised everyone I'd tell them the benefit of taking notes yeah, at church. Yeah, I was waiting for it. Oh, yeah. And I suppose, um, just, yeah, if you're, if you're pursuing God, then um, you're, when you're listening to others speak about testimonies and you're listening to um, others speak about uh, scripture and stuff, you're going to write it down. Like you could say your notebook is the Bible, but if you're if you're pursuing God and you're you're trying to consume as much as you're hearing from Him, yep. then He's gonna drop things into your heart. Yeah. If you're in a position of note taking, yeah. Um, then then God's just gonna give you something mm. while you have your pen in your hand. Mm. Yes. Yeah. And um. So yeah. good. So yeah. Because you're ready to receive. Yeah. yeah, exactly. You're at the table. You're at the table yeah. with your notebook. Oh, yeah. Ready to receive. Yeah. And like when you see sheep and any animal, you just know that they're even hunter. He's just staring at you. Ready. He's just like, when's the food coming? You know, it's just yes. the sheep are just like, where, 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 where are we going today? You know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Ready so to I be suppose led. animals just know that. Yeah, that people are going to feed him, mm. and we just we just need to know that Jesus is going to feed us. We just yeah. need to keep looking at him and searching. Feed us he and lead us. us. Mm. Yeah. Lead us and lead us. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> yeah, protect us. Mm. Yeah. Um, mm. Yeah. In in verse five, it says, "You anoint my head with oil; my cup overflows." Mm. And when well, I properly. when I was I was doing my research into sheep and. Um, I found out that the shepherds used to anoint the ram's horns yeah. with oil mm. because the rams like to fight each other because, you know, they're a bit feisty. And so they, they would anoint their horns so that if they tried to lock horns, that they would slip off each other. Wow. And when, when you think about um, Ephesians 4 where it says, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit. Yeah. So the oil represents the Holy Spirit. Mm. And when, when we're being anointed with oil, when we're being led by the Holy Spirit, we're not going to lock horns with each other. Mm. We're not going to fight each other. We're, we're going to not. We yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's the unity of the Spirit that keeps us, keeps us you know, living together yes. in, yeah, in friendship and yeah. compatibility and, and not 
not locking horns with each other. I remember um, hearing a message once where they talked about there there were bugs that would get burrowed into their horns Mm. and it would actually, they'd make noise and the, the rams would go almost mad and insane from this incessant buzzing in their heads. So they, the oil would also um, get rid of those, like drown those yeah, bugs. Yeah. And, and if you look at it from the aspect of the, you know, the principality of the power of the air, you know, the Lord of the Flies, who, who just is buzzing yep. all the time trying to distract us, mm. trying to steal our joy, trying mm. to steal our praise, mm. trying to steal the authority that we've got. But that that anointing of the Holy Spirit hmm. just drown, like suffocates that that sound, that yeah. that noise. And when we praise God, this oil flows. This, hmm. this the anointing of God's presence hmm. flows, and it drowns out any opposition or anything that would try to complain and whine and yeah. and drone into our heads um, a different sound yeah. than just that the overflowing cup. You know, because it's interesting that you anoint my head with oil and my cup overflows. It's talking about just being in abundance, mm. being in abundance. Yeah. We just live in comparison way too much. Mm. Like watching the block at the moment and they're all fighting about, well, they got it easier than us and they got this and I've got so much more money than that. Sorry, Kylie makes me watch the block. No, I like watching it too. But that comparison <laughs> game robs us. That's why the 10th commandment is don't compare. Mm. Don't compare what God's given to somebody else with what he's got for you because you won't even appreciate the depth possession. You mm-hmm. won't see what God has given you. Yeah. That your cup is actually overflowing mm. because there's somebody else looking at you going, I wish I had what mm. they had. You know, and we're meant to live in that realm of, no, no, God's goodness. Because yeah. it, then it goes Father's on, goodness. surely, verse 6, surely yeah. goodness and love will follow me all the days of my life. And this is my desire. And I, I will, will dwell. I will. I will live. Yeah. I will rejoice yeah. in, the in the house of the, of the Lord, Lord forever. Forever. Yeah. No end. Yeah. Not about time. It's mm. about eternity. And, um, you know, Psalm 93 Eternity is his home. Mm. It's not just he's in the future. Eternity, like that's that's beyond our comprehension. Yeah, well beyond it. Mm. Oh, we're we're finished. We're out of time. We we're not finished. We could keep on going forever. Lily, you're doing a great job playing there. That's marvelous. Zach, Thanks, thank Lil. you for joining Thanks, us Zach. today. Great word. So good. Can we thank, thank Zach for joining us today? Awesome. Thank you for joining us today. Thank you for joining us. And I wrote in the, in the, the text stream earlier, what do you call that? The, the chat. chat. Sorry, I'm an ex-general. You know, the only chat we did was one phone in the house. Um, but that in the chat, you know, let's, let's um, keep agreeing for restrictions to, to be yes. released so that we can soon, really soon, yeah. we can come back together and, and join back together. We can dwell We're not in the house. separated. <laughs> We're just not physically together at the moment. Mm. So don't let that buzzing of the enemy um, just get you incessantly wound up about things. Allow the anointing of God's Holy mm. Spirit to, to drown out that, that whining and, and telling you that you don't have this or you don't have that. God has you. You are safe in his hands. Yeah. He's calling to you at the moment and he wants to lead you through. I'm, I'm so glad when I've missed the path or gone off on my own and made 
oh, some stupid, stupid mistakes. I'm so glad we've got a redemptive God that just yeah. says, come back, yes. come back, get He's back so on the track. Good. Hear my voice. So I want to take you to those mm. green pastures. I want to take you to the still yeah. water. Yeah. I want to. Like, there's a table right here mm. for you. Mm-hmm. And he, he just wants to surround us with, yeah. you know, goodness and mercy and love. He does. So we can yeah. dwell in his presence. Mm. He's so good. We pray that the Holy Spirit and the presence of God will be with you this week, mm-hmm. during this week. Don't let it get robbed from you. Mm. Every morning, wake up. It's really funny. The other morning, I. I was just praying and I went to sleep and in the morning I woke up and it was, oh, this is going to sound really weird, but God started singing to me in my dream and it was like, little darling, here comes the sun. And I woke up singing that song and I'm like, wow, God, I'm your little darling. Everyone's laughing at me at the moment, but between me and him, I liked it. And on that note, we're going to sign off because I've probably embarrassed myself enough now. (laughs) Thank you, Zach. Thank you, beautiful Kylie. Um, Be blessed. We proclaim blessing over you right now. Be blessed in the name of the Lord God of heaven. You're his darling. Sorry? (laughs) I was just saying you're his darling. Oh, yeah. (laughs) Little darling, here comes the sun. Do, 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 do. We're going now. It's all right. (laughs) We love you. Thanks for joining today. If you'd like to know more about services or simply want to find out more about church, head to our website, riveredgechurch.com.au.